Welcome to the Sparked Podcast, a place to keep your spark bright. Here I've brought together my most powerful tips from the last decade plus partnering with small businesses on all things leadership, mindset, people and culture. Here my approach combines intuitive psychology, strategy, neuroscience and results-based coaching to unlock your highest potential. Step into your power and truly own your role as a leader so that you can spread the positive impacts of your purpose-led work everywhere. My name is Emma Campbell. I'm a mindset and performance coach for purpose-led leaders. I'm a mama to two cheeky little munchkins. I'm a wine appreciator, nature-obsessed, stubbornly optimistic child at heart, and I'm here to inspire belief in what's possible for you because it is all so possible. I hope that this podcast leaves you feeling lighter, more inspired, and more ready than ever to go out there and take actions on your big dreams and vision. I can't wait to dig in. See you in the podcast. Good morning. I don't usually do intros to podcast episodes, but I wanted to jump in before this particular one to share two things. One, I wanted to give a really big shout out to a company that I have been so inspired by ever since I came across them, Modern People. They are true thought leaders in their space, in the purpose and culture space. And I wanted to shout out to them for bringing my attention to a research study that I found so interesting, which I reference in this podcast, which is all about feedback and what really works and what doesn't. So big thanks and big shout out to the to modern people who really inspired the, the reference to that uh, research study in this podcast. And two, I'm running a free 60 minute online masterclass for team leaders on how to give feedback that boosts motivation and performance rather than stagnates it. And I'm going to be offering this in two weeks time on the 1st of December. I'm offering it as a special freebie. So if you want the link and if you want access to the replay, you need to send me an email on hello at emmacampbell.com.au before the 1st of December. If you are an owner of a business or if you run a business or a team where you're finding that either yourself or your team leaders are kind of like either freaking out about the important conversations or you're avoiding the important conversations altogether, you won't want to miss this free masterclass. Usually when I run these sessions in person with companies, they're over 500 bucks. So I'm offering this completely for free. So you'll really want to jump onto this freebie. If you want to get access to either being there live or getting access to the replay, my email again is hello at emmacampbell.com.au. Okay, that's it for now. Time for the podcast. Enjoy. It's a goodie. Oh, hello. Hello. So happy to be here on a beautiful, fresh Tuesday morning. I am talking to you today about (laughs) the beloved F word. (laughs) And no, I don't mean that naughty four letter word that your mind has gone to. No, I am talking about feedback. (laughs) And oh my gosh, it is just 
it's almost quite comedic how big a blocker giving feedback can be for so many high performing experienced leaders out there in that it's oh gosh it's like one of those things that um, doesn't have to be scary but we can build it up so much in our minds and um, I really really want to share with you my basically like what the research shows about how to give feedback in a way that like really inspires and improves performance rather than demotivates and I also want to share with you like my biggest mindset tips for actually not making the feedback conversation so scary Um, because from a very like self-proclaimed recovering people pleaser myself I used to like just freak out about any hard conversation particularly like anything around feedback that might upset another person um you know i would almost like feel my myself you know butterflies even just emerging in my tummy at the thought of having one of these conversations um but after learning about the research around like what works and what doesn't and um really just like diving into shifting my mindset around like what feedback is it has made such a big difference for me and i know it will for you too as it has for so many of the leaders that i've coached and trained in the past Um, and i'm going to share with you uh, a study as well that a team of psychologists from stanford yale and columbia did um, which was fascinating which was all around like some like the magical phrase that uh that researchers used during a study that boosted performance by 40% in the students that they were doing the study on. And um, they even like coined this phrase, like quite a magical phrase. So I have, I've summed up those key pieces of research for you and um, even like (laughs) turned it into a handy little acronym so that you can walk away with like your own little cheat sheet for how to deliver feedback in a way that like really hits the mark and that feels really positive for both parties involved rather than something that is scary and something that you want to avoid because there's no doubt about it like it is the one thing like whenever I do these leadership workshops I always ask leaders at the start like what's most important to you like what do you want to get out of these workshops what do we want to focus on what skills do you want to hone and build um you know what are the things that you don't feel confident about that you want to get better at and without a doubt always it's that topic around giving feedback in a way that motivates and also like how to have difficult conversations and um it's something that if you don't know how to do it and you haven't got the tools and the tips yes 100% it can be so terrifying in a way that like some even of the most experienced leaders will avoid it like the plague you know particularly as I was saying before if they're like quite caring empathic people-pleasing sort of oriented leaders um who might be like quite sensitive or quite emotionally aware um those sort of conversations can really like spark avoidance (laughs) and um that's not good right because if you think about what are the costs of not giving feedback about 
subpar performance or not giving feedback to someone who is learning a new skill or trying something different that they've never tried before and you're not delivering feedback in a way that helps them improve, then like, God, what are the costs of that? Like, first of all, that person never learned, never gets to learn. They never get to grow. They never get to like actually learn what it is that they're doing wrong. And, you know, managers or the team leaders of that employee, of that team member, one of the kind of like the side effects of this is that if they're not giving the feedback, often the managers or the team leaders can slowly start to actually feel a sense of like resentment and frustration towards that employee, but the employee doesn't know because the feedback hasn't been shared with them. And so it can have like this real impact on even just like how everyone shows up because you've got someone who's not performing at their highest because they don't know how. You've got team leaders who are feeling frustrated because they want the person to improve, but they haven't had the conversation. Um, And, you know, relationships can start to be impacted. They can start to crack and be weakened because of these conversations that are just not being had. And, you know, that's sometimes where things like gossip can start to ensue or people talking behind people's back and kind of talking about the person and how they're not delivering on their targets or they're not doing the work that they should be but no one's actually having the conversation with them and so that's that's the thing about feedback feedback is like if it's done correctly it's great because the learner takes a step forward they learn they grow they improve um you know, fantastic, done poorly or if avoided, if someone's avoiding having them all together, then the reverse can happen. The learner can actually take a step backward. Um, They can retreat into their shell. They can start to feel isolated. They can feel bad about themselves um, and then their performance actually decreases um and you know sometimes there's like beautiful intentions right for why we avoid having these conversations because we don't want to hurt the person we don't want them to feel bad um you know we just want them to feel happy and hopefully you know we're cross sort of crossing our fingers that you know over time maybe they'll just get better but actually often the opposite is true that if we avoid having the conversations and we we don't share with the person and connect with them and open up to them about what's going well or not well that actually the reverse happens they actually end up taking a step forward i'm sorry a step backward and if we don't have the conversations then often like the the manager or the leader or the team members actually end up you know taking up the slack from the underperforming person or they even end up taking work off the person like adding adding to their already full workloads and you know it's just kind of this like ever evolving cycle of just be avoiding a conversation so How do we do it? How do we give feedback in a way that motivates and inspires and increases performance rather than decreases it? Um, How do we do it in a way that actually achieves its goal of why why we give feedback, which is 
what to improve performance and help the person grow right so what's the secret what is the secret to giving great feedback well you've come to the right place I can tell you (laughs) so they did this study um oh gosh It was quite a few years back. I'll I'll pop the link to the study in the show notes below, um, which was done at Stanford, Yale and Columbia, where they set out to explore that question about like, what's the secret to feedback that works versus feedback that doesn't work. And they found at the end of their studies that there were like these three key elements to what made feedback powerful and effective and constructive feedback that actually boosted performance um and they even like sort of summed it up in this magical phrase which i'll share with you soon and they found that like students who received this type of feedback in this sort of phrase their performance improved significantly um, up to 40 percent on average um and students who receive this feedback like in this study, they chose to revise their paper far more often than students who did not receive this feedback. So what what is this magical feedback structure? So I've summed it up for you in a way that I I hope will be really helpful so that you can remember this. So all you need to remember is the I3Bs, the I3Bs. So what does that mean? The I3Bs is I stands for intention and then the three B's are behavior, belief and belonging. So intention, behavior, belief, belonging. So I'm going to share with you what those, what those three letters or those different letters mean. So the I for intention is and and i would recommend that if you know that you need to give some feedback to it to a team member to prepare honestly i can't tell you how like this is a step that so many people forget but it makes such a massive difference and it takes so much of the fear away from having some of these tricky conversations if you prepare i can promise you that like 80 percent of the anxiety will disappear just from getting really clear on what you want to say and what your intention is and why you want to have that conversation and what you hope for it to achieve. Um, So this first piece, the I, is for intention. So getting really clear on like, why do you want to have this conversation? What is your intention for the conversation? What is your greatest hope? for what you hope the conversation will achieve. Like if, like in an ideal case scenario, what is the best possible outcome from having this conversation? You know, for example, best possible outcome, they walk away feeling clear and confident on what they need to do to improve. Best, like best outcome, you know, they learn, they grow, they get better they improve next time round. And, you know, once you are clear on your intention, I, I encourage you to actually, when you go down to sit with them and have that, give that feedback, 
actually share with them what your intention is because <laughs> you might this depending on where what your relationship is with feedback you might either like real gawk at this or go or nod your head but like feedback is actually such a gift for the person who receives it it's actually such a gift at the end of the day because it is illuminating a blind spot for the person that they would have never never seen if you hadn't had you know shone a light on that blind spot right and if you're not going to do it, then who is? So feedback is actually such a gift because it is helping this person to be the best version of themselves and to learn and grow and get better. So feedback is actually such a great thing for you to do. And it's not something that needs to be feared because it is you doing a really, really good and helpful thing. So the first one is I for intention and then the three B's. So the first of the three B's is behavior. So when you're giving feedback, you want to focus on the behavior that's in question, not the person. So make it behavior focused, not person focused. And fun fact, this goes for kids too. When you're giving like praise or recognition to your kids, you want to focus always on the behavior or like, I don't know, the, or like the actions rather than making it personal about like who they are and personal traits about them. And I'll explain what I mean by giving example in a second. Um, but basically like around this behavior piece, so you're focusing on the behavior, not the person, and you want to be highlighting not only what they need to improve, but also highlight what's going really well because you're helping them learn, right? So you want to get specific, the more specific that you can get the better, because then they're like, really, they're really learning, right? Like don't make it general and vague, like, Hey, really good job on the project because then they don't know which parts of the project they did well, right? So then they can't really repeat them. You wanna be really specific about what they're doing well and make it as objective as possible. Like, you know, hey Sally, I loved when you worked on that project, how you met all the timelines and how you communicated with the team so clearly and kept them really up to date and how you provided me updates along the process, like or along the journey. I really appreciated that. And like, okay, say, say for example, with trying to like, what I mean by the difference between focusing on behavior versus person. Um, so if I was like giving that example with Sally and if I was focusing on the person rather than behavior, I would say, Hey, Sally, you're a bloody awesome project manager. Hey, Sally, you are a top chick. <laughs> hey, Sally, you're awesome. Hey, Sally. Um, you're such a high performer, all of those sort of things. Like while they are lovely things to say, you're in that case, you're focusing on the person rather than the behavior. And the really tricky thing with that is if you're focusing on the person, people can't really like, it's a lot more difficult, if not impossible to try and change who you are like to try and change the person who you are. So it can seem really impossible if someone gives you feedback that's focused on who you are as a person rather than 
if you're focusing on behavior and skills and actions and habits, that's a lot more tangible and practical. It's a lot, a lot easier to try and change a particular behavior than it is to try and change yourself. So like, say, for example, if you're wanting to try and give someone some feedback around, I don't know, maybe they've been like interrupting others during meetings or something. Um, you would want to say, hey, Dave, I love how you've been speaking up during meetings and sharing your incredible thoughts and ideas with everyone. What I'd love going forward is that you're a bit more conscious of others in the room and making sure that others have the time and space to share as well. So perhaps, you know, pausing in between, in between ideas to make sure that others have got the time to share their thoughts as well. So you can see how, when I gave that feedback, I didn't say, God, Dave, you're so loud and obnoxious. <laughs> I said, Dave, and I focused on the behaviors that he was doing well and the, the and then the behaviors that I wanted to see changed. Because when we focus on behavior, it's a lot easier to change our behavior than it is to change our like personal traits, right? Um, and in when we focus on the person, the person can feel really attacked because you they feel like you're attacking them as a human, like them as their identity, rather than just the out, the outside part of them, which is, you know, some of their skills or behaviors or whatever. <clears throat> and actually, I'll, sorry about the pause there. I was just going to add one last thing, but actually I'm going to add it in here. So the next, the next B, so the first B was behavior. The second B was belief. So this is a really, really important piece that came up in the research around like the phrasing that really inspires performance rather than demotivates. And that is this requirement to make sure that you really show that that person that you're giving feedback to, that you truly believe in them, that you really believe in them, that you've got full faith in them and that you acknowledge that this is like not necessarily an easy task. You acknowledge that this is a challenging task but that you believe in their ability to do it. You believe in their capability. You believe in them as a person that you have full faith in them, you know, saying things like, you know, I know this is a challenging task. I've struggled with it too, but I know you can do it. I have full faith in your abilities and I'm not giving up on you. You've totally got this, you know, that belief piece, that belief is just so contagious. And when we feel like someone believes in us, like, we are just unstoppable. And I can definitely speak for this for myself. Like when I've worked with coaches and managers and they have shared with me their belief in me, there is something just so inspiring and so supportive about hearing that. Um, and look, the research backs it up as well, right? So the third B is belonging. So we had behavior, then we had belief and now we've got belonging. So this is a really, really important piece that also came up in the research is that <clears throat> people want to, your team wants to feel like you've got their back. They want to feel like they're not alone. They want to feel like they are part of a team and that they belong here 
and that they feel connected and that they've got a team that's got their back, that's there to support them. You know, it just builds that sense of social trust and it creates that feeling of psychological safety, that they are safe, that they've got people around them who are not just going to ditch them. They're not just going to like throw them out um, if they don't get, get it right, that they've got They've got a manager and they've got a team who are there to support them and to help them grow. And this was actually such an important piece in a, um, in a business that we've just rolled out a whole bunch of like KPIs with, um, this was one of the pieces of feedback that I was sharing with the, the team leader who was leading this project is the importance of when rolling out KPIs. You don't want to be handing over that KPI in a way that makes the person feel like if they don't hit that KPI, then they're in big trouble and that it's all on them and that they feel all the pressure and um, and that they don't want KPIs to be a big scary thing. And that the way that you, you change that relationship with the KPI is by really sharing that if you don't hit this KPI, that's not on you that's on us as a team because then that is sending us a message that we need to help you learn and grow and and you might need some more training and some more support and some more mentoring but we've got you we're all in this together we've got your back on this you are not alone it's like all all that sort of messaging and this kpi rollout was so successful and everyone loved it so much and it has really elevated performance and created such an incredible sense of role clarity for everyone so those three b's behavior belief and belonging and then also like that i piece about setting the intention for what you want the conversation to have those pieces are going to be your superstar elements for for delivering feedback in a way that inspires rather than demotivates and like you know when done well feedback conversations have the power to transform and develop superstars in your team because everyone 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 in your team has the potential to grow with the right support the right nurturing the right mentoring some people might take longer than others but everyone has got the potential and everyone has got the the ability to learn and grow right like tuning into that whole growth mindset piece which i feel so passionate about you know growth mindset being around we all have the ability to learn and grow and that we're never stuck as we are. That also goes for you as a leader in having feedback conversations, because if you were terrified of giving feedback and having these conversations, just know that that is so normal and just know that you are not alone and that that is what makes you human. (laughs) And that, also just like any skill like learning to drive your car like oh gosh um i don't know um being a parent um giving public like public speaking for the first time all of those things like the first time you do them scary as hell right and yes you probably will fumble you might even stall your car Um, the first time, but that's okay. That is how we learn and grow. And with practice and preparation, you will get better because feedback and giving feedback is just a skill. No one was born 
good at giving feedback. It's just a skill. It is just a skill. It's just a skill. It's just a skill. And it's a skill that you can practice. You can learn from and you can get better. And it is possible to deliver it in a way that feels good and that actually inspires growth, that inspires higher performance and learning and motivates the person to get better. So the question is, how well are you giving feedback in your team right now? Do you know? Do you think you're doing a good job? (laughs) If you're not, no stress, no stress, right? Because we're all humans and we're all getting better. But if you do want to know how well you're giving feedback, if you do want to find out, then this month I'm giving away a limited number of free engagement pulse checks. Now I'm only going to give away five. So there's a very limited number and it's a first in first serve um, basis. But basically these free engagement pulse checks help you illuminate and reveal like how happy, engaged and fulfilled your team really is. Um, So it's like this five minute pulse check. It's done online yet super quick and easy. And it reveals like, you know, how, like how strong a sense of purpose and how fulfilled your team is around purpose, career growth, the quality of feedback that they're receiving, the the social connection within their team, um, leadership, recognition. It checks in on those like five key drivers of engagement and what will help you unlock the highest potential of your team. And so far the feedback from them has been amazing. So if you are one of the first five to jump, jump on these, um, then you not only get the free pulse check, but you also get a personalized report with your engagement insights and you get a 30 minute personalized one-to-one debrief with me where I will share with you your recommendations for your organization and your team that will help you truly up level the performance of them to inspire performance in them and to unlock the true potential of your team as well as for your business. So if you want to check them out, then send me an email at hello at emmacampbell.com.au and all you need to do is send me your team size and we can get one out to your team before the year wraps up, you know, um, and you'll have the learnings and the insights to build into your 2023, you know, plan, strategy and goals for the following year. And I know Greg, Greg from our CFO, which has been one of my wonderful clients, he said that he just absolutely loved the engagement insights report, that he learned so much about his team, that he loved the recommendations that I gave to him and just found it so valuable and that he would recommend to anyone who wants to get the most out of their team and who really wants to understand the truth of, you know, what's actually going on for their team and where they can improve and how they can do better. So first in first serve please send me an email at hello at emmacampbell.com.au and i really hope that the i3bs will be really helpful in transforming your relationship with feedback let me know how you found this podcast episode i love to hear your feedback and feel free to share with me if there's a topic that you would love for me to talk about i've got a million up my sleeve so i can't wait to share them with you soon sending lots of love